What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another Slab Stocks live stream here on Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Today, we are talking about the football card markets. Markets, that's right. The uh, football with the actual foot and then the football with the hand being here in America. Uh, we're going to be talking about two pops and two drops per uh, market. I took on the soccer ones. Nate took on the football ones. It's going to be pretty exciting, I think, to talk about some different cards and why they're moving and some different market highlights from those as well. Um, so we will get into that discussion in a little bit. But, Nate, big news here in baseball. What's been going on? Some huge news. So, you know, the first winter meeting since 2019, they canceled it in 2020, obviously, and they canceled it again in 2021. Um, and I guess this year's 2022, yeah. So first one since 2019. And it has not disappointed um, DeGrom signs with the Rangers, though that happened a couple days ago. So the Mets suddenly having a opening in their rotation. They signed Justin Verlander to a two-year $86 million deal, which is crazy. And then Trey Turner signed with the Phillies for 11 years, $300 million. And I just, I'm so confused as to where the money is coming from for the Phillies because it, it's, it's Schwarber, Cassianos, Harper, JT Real Muto, Justin Verlander, Aaron Nola. Um, Justin Verlander? Uh, not Justin Verlander, Trey <laughs> Turner. Uh, it, it's crazy. It's crazy money being thrown about. Yeah. And it's like 11 years, 300 and some million, right? 11 years, 300 million on the head. Wasn't Trout's contract somewhere in that realm? Um. Well, so this is 27 million a year on average. Trouts was over 30, but I'm oh. I, I couldn't tell you what the final numbers were anymore. I don't have I don't have the memory for that. Right, right. But but still pretty close. Still pretty close. Um that's in man, that's some big contracts. And you just showed me a Verlander card you got here. Uh what do you got there? Yeah, so a little bit ago, Aaron and I bought some um Aaron and I bought some a 20, 2005 Bowman for some breaks, and then the one box wasn't selling, and then I was like, Aaron, I'll buy the box. I'll rip it uh, just for kicks and gigs. And uh, pulled that Verlander Bowman with the USA with the USA uh, shirt on it. Got it rock hard reviewed at SGC at the National. Got a nine. And then I just kind of hung on to it. And then lo and behold, I'm looking up Verlander, and I see a PSA 9 sold for 160 bucks today. So... This card I was just kind of holding on to is probably going to be headed out the door here relatively quickly. And uh, never bad bad thing to uh, sit on some cards and see some news and get them sold then. So nice job, Nate. And uh, Rob, what is up? Welcome to the stream. And welcome anyone else that is joining. Feel free to leave uh, questions, comments, join the discussion as we talk about today's uh, different topics. Now, to review last night's PWCC Weekly Auction number 46. So I forgot to put the uh, the little um, voting polls on it that I post on Instagram. However, I have it here on my phone. So for a podium, we have some different Topps Chrome refractors uh, from 1996 to the Kobe. That's the first year that Topps Chrome was made. And then we also have a Bowen Chrome, actually, from 2001. Each Euro Gold Refractor of 99 and Michael Jordan Black Refractor. Number out 50 PSA 10 from 2001 as well. Those all sold within $8,000, but the Kobe did sell for the most at 26400 for the rookie, the Ichiro and the MJ tied. And uh, we asked the question, as always, was the best bang for the buck between these three cards? And Instagram said uh, the Kobe at 59%. So a lot of people are voting for Kobe. Nate, I kind of understand it, given that that's one of the most important refractors ever made. But at the same time, I mean, that Ichiro gold out of 99 is quite sick. I, I am actually kind of like the MJ. I mean, it's the cool way. that he's in a Wizards jersey, but... <laughs> It it's kind of really do lame. It's kind of lame. <laughs> um, I, 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 I think for me, and I get that the you know the, the historicalness with Kobe and such, but a gold Ichiro, best, quite possibly the best pure hitter in the history of baseball. Uh, when you combine Japanese numbers and MLB numbers, gold out of ninety nine, it's like I'll take that. Chris sure. had a question here. How much has this Kobe dropped from its peak? Now, I'll answer that question, but some might not want to hear the uh, answer to it. So, hey, be it before you answer that, Aaron, yeah, um, do you have like a bunch of things taking up some Wi-Fi bandwidth in your house because you're a little bit laggy today? Um, it might be from my computer, but no, nothing's different in the house right now than what it normally is. How laggy am I right now? Um, it's gotten to the point where you just kind of freeze 
um, you, rather consistently. Can you hear me okay? I can hear. I've been able to hear you just fine. It's just um, your movements are jagged. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see if it if it pulls through. I'm lagging a lot. Chris says. Okay. Well, hopefully it kind of turns course here because I don't think I can really do anything different than what's normally being done. Um, however, I want to point out the peak of this Kobe. $250,000, Nate, on February 3rd, 2021. Oh, 10% of the price? Yeah. Now, I don't, I can't see the, the scan of it. So I don't know if it was like, let's say, perfect color. But even, either way, a perfect color would not sell for 250 grand or even close to that right now. Um, and there was a green one that sold for 100, 140K a month after that. So 140K is probably like the, the peak on the green ones, which this one was that sold last night, man, that is quite, quite the dip indeed. That's tough. And then the question, next question from Chris, and one of the price pre Kobe death, which was early 2020 January. Um, it was around, it looks like 15 grand, somewhere in that range, 10 to 12 to 15 K. Yeah. So still, still above the early 2020 value, but there you go. Um, and then we've got Shea Gilgis Alexander and Damian Lillard here on the National Treasures RPAs, focusing on the Shea only four right now. Uh, that is the gold out of 10, and that is number one out of 10. The number three out of 10 sold early November for $18,000. This one's at $31,200 now after last night. 73% increase. He's had 30 points in six straight games, nine of his last 10 30 points, over 30 points. And he's averaging the third most amount of points in the NBA this year at 31.3. Um, it's been quite the insane season. They're 10 and 13, but he's also got six assists and four rebounds a game. Hey, question. Uh, yeah. So you said one of 10 sold, three of 10 sold. What do you think jersey number two of 10 sells for if it sells next? Well, it depends. It depends on how the patch looks. But if it sells in a short time frame, probably more than this. If it uh, sells three months from now, I think we'll see less. Uh, the question on Instagram was, is SGA must sell? And 74% said yes. Uh, I do feel like, especially in a down market, you see a card uh, or cards increase two times the price, three times the price in this short of a time frame. Um, it's never bad picking a profit, right, Nate? Correct. And then there are also some nice uh, under $100 deals last night. If anyone was paying attention, there's a lot of cards that were selling. So you were probably able to scoop some nice stuff. We grabbed a Harry Kane, not that exact Harry Kane, but a nice one for under 100 And then that Dylan Cease was a cool one that sold for under 100 as well. All right. Now on to the pops and drops in the market for football cards, both the soccer and the NFL. Uh, soccer, all because of World Cups. So we're all covering, or I'm all covering World Cup performances here doesn't have as much to do with the club right now because World Cup's the biggest thing right now. But Jude Bellingham is my first pop. So since the start of the month, there's been 179 different cards of him that has sold thanks to the Card Ladder Pro Sales History uh, tool for allowing us to see that. Now, 179, that's you know a decent number. Um, you'll find out very quickly that that is much smaller than the other football that we're going to be talking about. So 179 different cards to sell of Jude Bellingham. Uh, he's been unbelievable. He scored in his first game. He had a great assist in the last game um, against Senegal. He's had a very good overall game, too. He's just really affecting this, the, the English squad in really great ways. And a card that's been on the rise for him. Uh, is this 2020 Merlin Green Mojo number out of 99 PSA 9 increased 23% um, over the last three months, starting at the end of October? And the reason I want to point out that we do have the sales volumes at the start of each player segment is because for it's a specific reason. We really haven't done this much here yet, but you know, I was talking to Nate earlier today, and even with Jude Bellingham is a good example. There's quite a few cards of Jude Bellingham that have been selling recently. Uh I'd say that, you know, best offers and such that maybe wouldn't be selling if he wasn't playing this well. But the overall value of the card is still a decrease compared to six months to a year ago. Um, in a lot of sense, it's probably an increase in the last like week to two weeks to a month. But to gauge the excitement in the market right now, it's pretty difficult to do it just by straight green and red. Um, with Shea Gilgis Alexander, it's extremely easy. But there's players like when Christian Pulisic scored his goal against um, Iran. Um, you know, there, there were like 600 different cards that sold in one day of him, uh, some of which increased in percentage wise, but a lot of which did not, but that's, you know, a way to gauge excitement in the market in a down market is by looking at sales volume. Are people actually going to buy cards? And, uh, that's why we're 
you know, bringing up those numbers today specifically. And then the next day I want to point out for Jude Bellingham. Oh, that was weird. Are you doing that, Nate? No. No, oh, that was really odd. Can you see the the one-on-ones on the screen now, the two super factors and the Pepper Dasha? Correct. All right. So these three cards, plus the next two I'm about to show, all sold this past weekend. Um, they all sold on Golden, but it's five different one-of-ones. And I feel like it had to all be out of the same collection because where are the odds of five different one-of-ones pop up in the exact same auction at the same time? Probably pretty small. But we have the Merlin Variation Superfractor one-of-one PSA 10, a sick card. We've got the Pepperdasha. This is the Sapphire one-of-one short print PSA 9. And when I say short print, it's no more rare than the one-of-one normal version. It's just a different image, like an image variation. And then there is the one-of-one Superfractor Prize Performers Auto PSA 8. Those were the three that sold along with um, the Hoga Benito one-of-one auto PSA 10 rookie Superfractor from Topps Chrome. And the Bundesliga Pepperdash 101 PSA. So all five sold the exact same night, and they all combined to $70,800. Now, Nate, which car do you think sold for the most? Well, I feel like you're you're leading me on here because realistically, I'm always going to say the Topps Chrome Pepperdasha. Yeah, it's it's not. It's very close. But because you're asking, I'm assuming that it's not the top scrum pad for Dasha, and it will be uh, maybe the Merlin Super. Look at that. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, it was the Merlin Variation PSA 10. So for 20 grand, um, quite a beautiful card, to be honest. The Merlin are super nice. And of all of them, I actually think I kind of like that one the best anyways. The Super or the Papadash 101 PSA 9 from the Champions League tops currently sold for, I think, is like 18 grand. And then the PSA 8 sold for like 16 on Bundesliga. Although the uh, Bundesliga set didn't release earlier, that is Jude's earliest tops card um, or one of his earliest tops cards, excluding the tops now and stuff. So to me, that card looks better. Uh, definitely the Bundesliga set's way n- nicer than the Champions League, in my opinion. From 2021, what? Oh, how, never mind. Keep going. I was just going to say from 20, from 2021 in particular, the Champions League, or 2020 Champions League in particular. How much did Go the Goga Benito sell for? I think it's like 10 grand or something. Because I think that might be my favorite card. It looks sick. It looks very sick. I think it sold for around 10K. The price performance around 8K. So there is some news on Jude Bellingham. Am I still pretty laggy? Yeah, super. All right, I'm going to go try to figure something out when you walk through this next one, okay? Okay. Yeah, maybe just turn off everything that doesn't need uh, Wi-Fi in your house. Yeah, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work on that right now. <laughs> okay. Uh so our popper for football, the main one. Who else could I talk about? Is Wait. Jalen Hurts? I need um, to interrupt. Can you actually move the slides too, or can I only do that? I believe so. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So our popper is Jalen Hurts. Uh, obviously, the Eagles are an insanely good team. They look like they're on a path to the Super Bowl. They did barely beat the Packers the other week, so that's a little bit embarrassing for them, but. Two one thousand two hundred forty-seven sales uh, after December first. You put that in. You you look at Jude Bellingham, middle of the World Cup, one hundred seventy-nine sales. Jalen Hurts, same time period, a uh, thousand plus more sales than Jude. So pretty incredible there. And obviously the Eagles are a really good team. Um, Jalen's been amazing. He I thought he was going to set records uh, last week for rushing yards against the Packers, and he came up short. He only had like 145 or something. What a loser. But uh, his market, obviously, to be expected, has been just absolutely upwards trajectory. So you're looking at his 2020 Optic Downtown PSA 10. Sweet card there. Eagle in the background pretty is a fun touch. Um, and the uh, soft pretzel he's standing on and the cheesesteak behind him, also a very fun touch. But uh, you can see his prices here. Up 37% in the last three months. Um, real dollar change of $550, which uh, pretty solid, all things considered, right now. Um, very cool card. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm I impressed. I, Aaron, I don't know about you. I don't know how much you think about NFL quarterbacks outside of NFL season. But, like, Jalen Hurts has never been a guy that I was very high on to the point where when we were putting in 2020 – um cards into emails i literally never have included him that's great do you know what i remember when we were talking about the eagles adding garner Minshew because they didn't believe it hurts enough yeah and now here we are him probably winning mvp this season 
Yeah. That so, card is sick. First of all, I want to say that card is sick. Okay. You know, not all football downtowns I agree with. A lot of them I don't, but that one is nice. It, it really is pretty cool. It's just, it's crazy because obviously we're not always right, but like, I mean, I was so wrong. I was so wrong on Jalen Hurts. He has, he, to his credit, he has become a very, very, very good NFL QB. And uh, a couple other cards here. His two highest sales of all time have happened this NFL season. His Prism Gold PSA 10 just sold the other day on Golden November 27th for 43200 And October 20th on the PWCC premiere, his uh, NT Nike logo uh, rookie patch auto out of two PSA 9 sold for the same price, 43200 Um, So really good. And what's the latest sale price on that? Uh, must be... Well, if the starting price was forty fourteen fifty and it's a five hundred fifty dollar change, it must be two thousand on the on the nose there. Yeah. So. so I was just, I was just looking at Joe Burrow, his Prism Golds. Now I don't have a direct comparison here, but the most recent sale of his Prism Gold was a PSA nine that sold like right after the Super Bowl for sixty three grand. Oh wow! So and there's still one... still some room if Hurts wins the Super Bowl here. Yeah, if he does something huge. (laughs) And then, of course, because those are $43,000 cards, we'll talk about a card that are a little bit cheaper, even though I still can't afford it. But 2020 Optic Contenders Rookie Auto PSA 10. um, September 11th was the first day of the season, and this card sold for $1,110. December 5th on auction again, $2,225 there. So um, uh, just slightly more than doubled by five dollars there over the course of the season so far i'm gonna bring up a couple of comments really quick nate uh okay. chris asks is it me or have sales that haven't been that crazy for this world cup is it because 100 of these games are played while people are at work yes chris there's a lot of factors that are going to this world cup um that is not you know there are sales happening don't get me wrong we're sharing a bunch of different sales every single day but not as much as there could be in my opinion because of it happening in november uh and december heat of the NFL season, basketball season, starting NHL season uh, in full swing now. And then also uh, because people also can't watch, you know, and so much of the card market resides in America. Uh, if people aren't watching the games, they might not get, you know, all the the exact emotional attachment to these things as if they were, which is definitely true. Uh, and then Magic also said, still been sold by Pulisic and Bellingham always get lots of views and watchers. And then followed it up after Joe said, so a lot of Jude low-end base on fractures, but anything over $30 hasn't really moved for me on eBay. And then Magic said, I noticed that as well. Only ones I sold were around $30 to $50 range. I think that's definitely true. Um, with a you know lower market right now, people are very willing to buy a $30 card because they see one of their favorite players do something awesome in the World Cup, but maybe not buy, willing to buy that $200 card for the same reason, um, which is why I think that that probably has happened. Dude, eBay, eBay... I think just in general, outside of outside of people maybe not buying the cards, is, I mean, I've had cards up there that aren't even getting views. Label them how I think they should be labeled, and you know they get like seven views in like two yeah. weeks, and it's like, I don't. There's, know. there's just a lot of stuff going up for sale too. You gotta keep yeah. in mind, it's you know a lot of lot of sellers right now, but not just not just soccer cards either. Yeah, no, I I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Just in general, um. Moving on from Jalen Hurts, if anyone has anything to say about Jalen Hurts, feel free to drop it in the comments. Otherwise, I'll move on and I'll talk about my drop, my first drop for the World Cup, unfortunately, is Mason Mounts. Um, yes, my favorite player. Yes, my biggest collection. And there's been 78 sales since December 1st. Now, I could have went and found many other players that dropped. But I feel like that we talked about a little bit last night. I feel like to be very... Uh, up front, I got I got to cover it as I would if I didn't own a lot of cards and wasn't a huge Chelsea and Mason Mount fan. So uh, he has been dropped not only in the market, but also from the English starting squad. And because of that, there's been 78 sales since December 1st, which seems like more than maybe what there should be. But keep in mind, keep in mind, these could be auctions. You know, people could have auctions and because the World Cup's happening and they're going to sell regardless, either for $2, $5, $10 or 200 um, but they're going to sell. And that's the difference between, you know, buy it now and best offer and people are actually searching cards out. Now the card that I want to pick to, you know, kind of show the drop January 9th, 2022. This is a year after Chelsea wins the champions league or more like 
I guess, uh, eight months or something like that. And we were riding pretty high. We were in the top four for sure at this point, top three, maybe in the Premier League. And we were looking to go and repeat the Champions League, and his cards were selling very well. Uh, $835, January 9th, 2022. And then this season started, fire Tuchel, the whole buyout happens. Uh, we stink, and now a PSA 8 sold for $408 on December 4th. Very hard to tell if the confidence has been hit hard just by the team not playing well in general for the club, and then you add on the World Cup right on top of that. You don't play well against USA, and then you don't start the next match. Now you're not starting the round of 16, um, and that definitely has affected sales. However, however, I have to say, the overall market doesn't support prices and doesn't help prices stay afloat if a player isn't playing that well but i have to point out this goes to show what happens when there are really big collectors of a player of a team and a rare card pops up that hasn't popped up for a long time this is a 2019 prism chronicles update gola 10 of mason mount it's his only prism rookie I myself have never seen one publicly come up for sale when I've been collecting Mount, which was since the beginning of 2021, so two full years now. And this one sold just this past weekend, two days ago. Nate, look at this. $4,272 for PSA 9 gold out of 10. Mm-hmm. That's quite a number. That's a big number in my opinion. This isn't out of a normal Prism set. It's out of the Chronicles. says an update card. And I said, let me go back and see if there is any public sales history, even if I haven't seen one pop up myself when I've been collecting them. Unfortunately, I missed out on this one back in November 7, 2020, because one sold for $1,000, November oh, wow. 7, 2020. Now, since then, Mason Mount won a Champions League. He became uh, the fourth Chelsea player ever to have over 10 goals and 10 assists in the Premier League season. And then he also was in top five or top six or something like that last year in the Premier League. So like, he had a great season last year, and it definitely helped this card increase up to this point. But I'm sure it was sold for more if it sold earlier in this year either way that's i thought that was pretty respectable given what's going on right now and it does go to show you know if there are cards that people really want to add to to add to the collection those they'll sell well i'm done all right my drop is zachary wilson i uh you know i like to i like to pile on when the going gets tough just pile on to a guy so uh zach wilson here um, I could have chosen other guys, but when you have a former second overall pick that gets benched uh, in his third season, it feels like fair game to bring him up. And so he's had actually 322 sales since December 1st, um, which seems like a lot. But when you compare him to the Jalen Hurts amount of sales since December 1st, it's a minuscule amount, um, uh, basically a fourth of the sales there. Can I Can I add some words here? So yeah. 322 sales. Well, like I kind of mentioned, they can be auctions. You know, auctions can just end and they'd sell regardless, no matter if they're selling for a lot or a little. And they can add into that total sales volume. It still is crazy to think that Zach Wilson has had more sales than Mason Mount and Jude Bellingham combined. What was Jude's? I can't get back to her. I don't know what's going on right now. This thing's like glitching really hard. Do you it's see him off? 179. So you don't have to go back that far. I can tell I- you. All right, 179. It's crazy that that Zach Wilson's had more sales combined than him. I have no idea what's going on right now. It's so glitchy. Do you see this in glitching all over the place? Yeah, it's 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 slow. Oh boy, oh boy. I clicked way too many times. Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, well, we're just gonna let that play out a little bit. We're gonna let play out as do you I think talk. That's just because. Do you think that's just because of? the amount of NFL products compared to soccer products though. Yeah. So 100%. And that's what I was going to bring up is that like, that really goes to show how many NFL cards they make. Like the fact that there's that many sales, there's just that many cards in the market more um, is what happens. It's crazy. It's crazy. How many NFL cards they made in 2021. I don't know what that production is like in 2022. I assume lower worst draft class. Um, not as hot of a market, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, real quick, before we go on to Zach Wilson more, Magic says, can we have a moment of silence for Jimmy and my 49ers season? In in Brock Purdy, we trust, right? That's, that's uh, come Wait. on. How, how about how about Baker Mayfield? Ooh, now that's an interesting, that's an interesting uh, thing I did not think of. Baker Mayfield just released. Brock Purdy cards getting expensive. 
Um, and uh, maybe Baker Mayfield's going to be making his way over to the 49ers to try to save their season. Wouldn't that be the ultimate arc? <laughs> you lose your starting job in Cleveland. You lose your starting job in Carolina. You go to a team that's significantly better than both of them by going to the 49ers, and you somehow make it a long way in the, in the playoffs or something. That would be wild. Honestly, it kind of feels like something that would happen to Baker Mayfield. But at the same time, um, he has to clear 24 different teams on waivers, I saw. So they said he'd have to first clear 24 different teams on waivers. Does he? I mean, I don't know who else really would pay I don't think any other team is going to want to pay him yeah. the rest of the money owed this year. Would they have to do that if they pick him up on waivers? Is that Correct. how that works? Oh, yes. Well, there you go. Yeah, probably not. Like, there's probably no team that would be worth to do that right now, unless no. it's worth it to do it. You, you, you let him clear waivers, and then you sign him to a tiny deal where you barely owe him anything, and the Panthers owe him the rest of the contract for the rest of the year outside of what you're paying. So the Panthers are really hoping it's picked up from waivers. Yeah, not gonna happen. <laughs> do you cover this this obsidian color blast yet? No, I have not actually. Um, so just a little. Sh- show of what his his market has been this isn't the first obsidian color blast that sold it was like the fourth or fifth or something i didn't want to take number one even though they're all in the similar price range there of a thousand plus but it sold for a thousand seventy five on june 18th um on auction and then a bgs nine which i always like to if there's a raw and i can grab a graded copy of nine or better i i'm always willing to do that because i know it's not a direct comparison but the fact that a Already graded copy that somebody spent money on to get graded and decent grade BGS nine there sold for two ninety on December fifth. That's a brutal drop. Yeah, that's not good. That's a lot. That's a lot, right there. That's like seventy five percent off, close close to crazy. Um, and and just showing another one here, um, optic black Pandora auto out of twenty five. September seventh was four days before the start of the season. It sold for a thousand and five dollars. And the uh, 20 out of 25 instead of 23 out of 25 raw sold for $432 on December 3rd. So um, basically from the start of the season till today, it's been more than cut in half. Tough scene, man. There's been so much hurt in the market for not Jalen Hurts, but Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Davis Mills too. I mean, remember when – do you remember when that NTRPA of 10 sold for 10 grand before the start of the season or like week one or something like that? Dude. You know what? Crazy. You know what all these guys have in com- common? What? Huge risks. Trey Lance played at North Dakota. That's a huge risk. B- uh, Zach Wilson, BYU. That's a huge risk. Like these weren't Trevor Lawrence type guys coming out of the yeah. draft, <laughs> you know? Right. Even though they were top picks, they were still a ton of risk in them, and people were paying gigantic money. And hopefully, this is a good warning sign that just because a guy's the number two pick or the number three pick or the number five pick or anything doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to do well. Like for every Josh Wilson or Josh Wilson, for every Josh Allen out there that comes from a small school and succeeds, there's going to be a lot of guys like the Zach Wilsons and the Trey Lances that have. And Trey Lance wasn't not succeeding because of play, but because of injury. But still, it's yeah. the risk you face. Right. Magic says, I predict a trade of Aaron, Roger- Aaron Rodgers for Trey Lance, LOL. <laughs> what do you think, Nate? Uh, well, I think the cap hit on a trade next year for Aaron Rodgers is like 50-some million, so I it doubt is. the Packers will be stomaching that um, to trade him away. Unless they just decide they want to punt on next year. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Before getting into our second round of the pops and drops, I just want to point out today is December 5th. That means that there's 10 days until we send out our next SGC submission. 12-15 is the next one that goes out. We need to have the cards in hand by 12-14, so please plan accordingly. Slabsocks.com slash grading is where you go to grade. Our last submission did uh, three business days. Uh, came back to us. We got them all shipped out right away. And uh, we just had the 11.30 arrive to SGC today. So those should be graded here pretty soon coming back. But very quick, $18 per card, free auto grades, no upcharges, of course, on cards post-2000. And we also haven't had an upcharge yet on any vintage card either with 
upgrading Jim Brown rookies and OPG Gretzky rookies. So uh, make sure you get your cards in right now for grading. Have some cool stuff going out. Uh, people are submitting already. And I've also got some fun stuff going out, too, I'm pretty excited about. Sweet. All right, we've got our next pop, Killing Mbappe. This was uh, probably pretty obvious for anyone who's been following the World Cup. Um, you know, all the talk of him over the last few years from everyone, anyone that is excited about soccer, uh, it's living true. This is his second World Cup in a row where he scored over four, four, or four goals or more. He already has five in this World Cup through the round of 16, and France is, you know, most likely going to make the title or make it to the semi uh semifinals i think it'd be no it'd be the quarter quarter finals because they're going to play argentina right no england sorry what am i saying they're playing england in the quarterfinals so we'll see what happens if they beat england but i'm assuming that france will beat england and we will see how many goals he really will score but since december 1st not i mean 206 is more than bellingham and mount obviously but that's not that's less than i was expecting eight in a five-day period 206 sales of killing mbappe cards Especially because he's been around since 2017, 2018. Yeah, so, so his first sticker was 2016, first cards 2017. So you have like five different years of different cards to have sell um, versus Bellingham, who's had like a year and a half. Appreciate it, Joe. Have a great rest of your night. Thanks for stopping by. What if everyone's hard. just holding not for the World Cup, but for the championship France is going to win? You're saying for the for the final? Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, here's the That'd deal. Bold. Here's the deal. They look very good. They could go back-to-back World Cups here. He could have two World Cups by the time he's 23. He could have over 10 goals by the time he's 23 um, in the World Cup, and it would be insane. And his cards from six months a year ago have declined. From a month to two months ago, they've increased. And that's kind of the trend here with a lot of great World Cup performers is that they are not reaching at the heights of earlier in the year. But as you can see by his sticker since the start of the tournament, which started on the 20th, this is the PSA 8, you know, 25% increase. That's not bad um, in a down market for sure. And for a PSA 9, sorry, not a PSA 8, uh, now it's $850. But this past weekend, Super Fractor Auto PSA 8 sold for $66,000 from the new 2021 Top Trim PSG set. And then the NT Auto, one of one, horizontal card, not the vertical one that released, but this is the horizontal with an authentic grade from PSA 10 Auto, sold for $19,200. Uh, less than a third of the price. How much were now, those boxes for NT again? The NT released from P- uh, Panini at three thousand two hundred fifty dollars—a ridiculous price. Now they're less than two thousand, I think. Because um, I remember you talking about the checklist, and we covered it at nauseum, so we don't have to get into it. But it's just there's only two Killing Mbappe one-on-one autos. There's barely any autos you can hit. Yeah, and one of the one-on-ones went for under twenty k. Yeah, cases were over 10K. So, if you, you know, that's one of the best hits in the entire product right there. Yeah. Signed for 19,200, which is why the value should not have been as much as it was because they didn't have a chance or didn't also, you know, it's different in soccer than NBA to make like the rookie patch autos. I mean, you're talking about a one of one RPA of Zion. That thing's going to sell for $2 million. There, there was no opportunity for an Mbappe card to sell for $2 million out of this product. And the, the NT boxes out of basketball were like, what, five to six K I've released. So like it just didn't add up and the value wasn't there. And it kind of shows it right here. Um, that super fractor was a super nice card. I think a pretty solid buy too. Uh, Nate, would you, uh, it's a real shame know, that a super fractor gets a PSA. That sets very tough to grade. That sets very tough to grade as, I mean, we got that red refractor of Messi last night at the PSA nine. So I'm pretty happy about that, but it's, it's a sick card either way. I, I like the super factor more from a long-term for the money type of thing. There is going to be a lot more Panini and Bobby always to release. I'm sure they're going to you know, make many different variations of one of ones. It is in the French kit, which is cool, but for, for the Mbappe tops, Chrome super auto, I mean, there's not going to be any more tops. So was for a while, most likely of him uh, and definitely will be his best tops auto they'll ever release. This is a fun one. Yeah. Um, so a few things I'm realizing this year, uh, like a few few uh, things I've learned to be true about myself, is that one, I don't dislike the Seahawks. Two, the only reason I disliked the Seahawks was because I disliked Russell Wilson and I dislike the Broncos now. And I never used to dislike the Broncos, but I dislike the Broncos because I dislike Russell Wilson. Oh, boy. So, so you you, di- you don't dislike Pete Carroll? 
So, so I used to think I disliked the Seahawks and Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll and that they were crazy. Even though I disliked Russell Wilson, I thought they were crazy for siding with Pete Carroll instead of Russ. And now that hindsight is twenty twenty, I realize that the Seahawks were in fact right in keeping Pete Carroll and getting rid of because they're seven and five with Geno Smith as their quarterback and a roster that didn't seem very good. Um, and Russell Wilson, who they moved on from, is now commanding a team that has um, the thirtieth out of thirty teams or thirty second out of thirty two teams for um, offense Often. for points per game. He also has only thrown eight touchdowns on the season. To put that in perspective, I saw that the Cowboys scored seven touchdowns yesterday as a team. Russell Wilson has scored eight this year. And uh, Bazooka Tom's trying to tell you that Nathaniel Hackett's the one that ruined Russell Wilson. Who was that? Packers offensive coordinator, I think, or something? It, it was. It was. Well, if Nathaniel Hackett can be in charge of a Aaron Rodgers-led offense that win that has him winning multiple MVPs, and he can't go in and do something for Russell Wilson, I don't think all the blame – I know you're a Broncos fan. I don't think all the blame should fall on Hackett's hands here. Um, I even heard that Russ was, got confused multiple times this year and would do um, audibles at the line of Broncos play, or of Seahawks plays and not Broncos plays. Um, and the, the wide receivers and running backs and offensive line had no idea what he was talking about. So, like – there is some Russell Wilson blame here to be had. It's not just Nathaniel Hackett, even though it definitely there is blame to be had by Hackett. But uh, they're so bad, they're going to give the Seahawks a top five pick. I got to say, I mean, I as you know, being a huge Badger fan, Russell Wilson's like one of the greatest quarterbacks we ever had in a single season. Um, so I've always been a big Russell Wilson fan. Coming from a always been a big Russell Wilson fan, and even wanting him to win Super Bowls when I hated the Seahawks at the time, dude, it's very disappointing to see how bad he is right now. And I, I don't watch the Broncos games, so I, I can never even I couldn't even tell you understand why or like make any analysis or anything like that. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I really hope it's not him. Although it's being increasingly hard to believe that it's not him. I mean, guaranteed it is Hackett. He should get fired. You have too much talent on a team to be this bad, but also it's definitely, um, it is definitely still on Russ's shoulders as well. And the fact that they traded everything they did and they're about to give, they're about to give the Seahawks a top five pick likely, unless they win a couple games to end the year. Whew. I did see that. So Aaron, did you see this? There's a guy who Bazooka said, have you got, heard about the guy who's viral? The R- Russ and um, his wife bought a house with 12 bathrooms. Yeah, so there's like a counter thing. Yeah, so funny. It, it, he's got like the, the graph where it's a straight line for the amount of toilets in the house. And then it's like the touchdowns, which is like really plateaued underneath the toilets. It's hilarious. So funny. <laughs> so that was a long-winded way to say I don't like Russell Wilson. So I'm loving this Geno Smith uh, resurgence here. And he I has think- only 54 sales since – December 1st. I feel like I'm really taking away from the Geno Smith, uh, what's supposed to be highlighting him, but I do want to bring up really quick uh, what someone said about his cards tanking. Chris said that his cards have plummeted big time. I just looked. There was a Orange Refractor rookie PSA 9 from 2012 Tops Chrome. Very cool set. $87 yesterday, and just two months ago, it was $350. Woo-hoo! distance is actually four five hundred and twenty five for a PSA nine of this card going into the season eight. Yeah, that's tough. Also, Mike Brown has a point. Hackett should thank Aaron Rodgers for finessing the Broncos for a head coaching job. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, they definitely. Okay, I won't say they definitely, but they likely hired him because they thought they were going to be able to then trade for Aaron Rodgers because they had his old coach. Yeah, and it didn't work. Um, but back to Geno Smith, I got to say, super cool story this year is Geno Smith. Feels like a great comeback type of story. Like a decade ago, was drafted um, as a top pick into the NFL. And look at him now, actually having – he's got like the most 100-plus passer rating games of the season. He's got like nine yeah. or ten or something. Yeah, he's been one of the best QBs in the league. No matter what the Seahawks do, he's going to be a pro bowler this year. 
Like, who would have seen that coming? Geno Smith, pro bowler, 10 years after he's drafted when he didn't do anything in those first 10 years? Like, not me. Um, and you can see this this NT dual patch auto here that sold for $125 on December 3rd. Well, that was a $7.50 card for the first the first sale of this card this year on January 10th. It sold for $7.50. And now uh, this card is $125. That's just crazy. I mean, this is so wild to think that you could spend $700 on a Mac Jones, all these different dudes, and lose 80% of it within the course of a year or this season. Or you could spend $7 on Geo Smith and make, you know, well over $100 on just random cards. Yeah. That's just insane. Now, obviously, this is not the, like Nate said, hindsight's always 2020. Like, how many people are going to go buy Geno Smith a year ago and say, wow, he's really going to be better next year? Wow, I'm really going to be able to make money on that guy. Probably no one. It's probably West Virginia fans buying these cards, honestly. Correct. Uh, just like we were talking about Frank Mason last night with Kansas fans. But if you were a West Virginia fan, congrats. It's okay to sell some stuff. Just keep maybe one or two of your favorites. <laughs> yeah. Magic says, Aaron Nate, if he wins one playoff game, um, will they? if they make it, will his cards carry into next season? And that, I mean, with how bad the Broncos are, they're likely going to have their shot at one of the top QBs. The other teams there, like the Texans are going to take a top QB. The, Bron- the Bears, as long as they don't win too many games, they're likely going to be a top five team. They're probably not going to take a QB with Justin Fields. So that takes one team out. So it's like, how low can they get? If they get the third pick, I mean, it's likely maybe Geno has one more year and they let the third overall pick marinate for a year, potentially. But otherwise, otherwise, um, I don't foresee this Geno Smith starting QB of the Seattle Seahawks going for too long. But I wouldn't be mad if it did because it's cool to watch him do well. Uh, 503 training cards is very excited tonight. Says invest in the hype, invest to it, invest Holmes, Burrow, Herbert, invest Brady, <laughs> Allen, buy the dip, never stop buying cards. Everyone's addicted to cards, holidays, buy all cards, Christmas gift cards as well. Uh, I love that energy, 503. And uh, also points out, I like uh, Anthony, Anthony Simons buying him before a season all up 40%. Congrats to 503. And Anthony Simons. We've been talking. We were talking about a lot at the beginning of this year when I grabbed some of his cards when uh, CJ McCollum got traded. Ended up selling them. I'm a little too early, probably, but man, his NTRPAs, Nate, like PSA nines, are like four grand for his NTRPA right now. Wonder <laughs> what crazy. We one of one rookie patch autos are going for. Yeah, that impeccable. I have no idea, but either way, um, he's having a great season. <laughs> it's funny. Bazooka Tom says 503 slow down on the caffeine, my man, at the exact same time that 503 goes, sorry, I just drank coffee. And that's a uh, funny Bazooka Tom. You kind of like uh, got the uh, magic eight ball, I guess, or something. Uh, on to the last drop for myself that Nate will do his last drop. So sounds weird, but yes, we're talking about the last drops of the night. Kevin De Bruyne, so eliminated from the World Cup, didn't even make it to the round of 16. I predicted Belgium. I don't know if I said it on air or not. I feel like I did. Um, they're going to be my flop of the tournament. I didn't th- think that they're going to do well. They're older. Lukaku is injured and wasn't even supposed to play until the round of 16, but he, emergency situation he did. He missed four four quality chances and our big chances, and they end up losing um, to, well, no, maybe they, did they lose that game. Oh, yeah, to Croatia. They had, they had to win the game. I think they drew potentially. I can't even remember at this point. There's been so many World Cup games. Either way, De Bruyne, 100 uh, cards sold since December 1st. He actually had a pretty decent last game, but he was not good in the second game that I watched. And it's just weird to see because you watch him in the loaded Man City team, and the dude's just like, you watch him, he's like, this guy's a wizard. And he is really, really good. And maybe it was just playing a poor Belgium team. His confidence seemed to be so low. Telling his players that they're too old and slow for them to win the World Cup is just a terrible way to go about it as a captain. And it showed, and they lost because of it, in my opinion. Like, that confidence hitting, they're never going to make up for that. Uh, and his cards have taken a bit of a hit. 25% drop over the last three months on his uh, Kaboom Prism from 2020 EPL. It's now down to $230, which it's a quite steep drop-off here because they were eliminated, in my opinion. However, for the same reason I showed the Mason Mountain card, uh, a Prism PSA 9 gold of Kevin De Bruyne, now actually from the Prism Premier League set, sold for $1,600 on December 1st. I can't remember the day that they were eliminated, but this had to be pretty close. And 
The last time it sold was last year for $433. So congrats to whoever's buying and selling Prism Golds right now of these soccer wow. players because, I mean, you see most cards dropping of these guys, but nope, 1600 bucks for Prism EPL Gold of De Bruyne. And this is actually from Prism and not Chronicles? Yeah, this is from the first Prism Premier League set that they released ever. Uh, but I have to say... Did you buy a uh, bunch of first off the line boxes of that? Yeah, I had six back in the day with $100 a box, not like 1000 um that was the first you ripped them though right i ripped three of them and then sold some of them sealed the very first box i opened look at this guy the very first box i opened of innate gold vine or gold power color blast out five they used to make gold power color blast i don't know if you ever knew that i think i've seen them who was it of well i'd hope it would be a good player but it's jack o'connell who was playing sheffield united which is now in uh, the championship so um nothing crazy but still a fun card i think i sold it for like 250 dollars or something so that's cool all right, last drop. Wow, this is painful, bro. Two of the drops are my guys? I did that on purpose because he did Mason Mount, so I figured I'd rub it in just a little bit more with uh, Jonathan Taylor. I was being mean-spirited, you could say. Um, But, yeah, JT, 238 sales after December 1st, which, again, feels pretty good, but it, that's also just the the weight of the football card market and how many football cards you can get. Um the Colts had an embarrassing loss to the Cowboys yesterday, 54-19, to 19, which was, I heard today on part of my take, a score-gami. So, yeah. uh, Nate, it was a two-point two game going into the fourth quarter, I heard. Oh, I did not know that. I, I did not watch. Well, we were live, but I, I, I walked up the stairs. It was like 54-17, to 17, but it was like 19-21 or, or something at the start of the fourth quarter. Let's see here. Let's see if that is accurate. It's It was something like that. They Nate, they outscored him thirty three to zero in the fourth quarter. Holy smokes! Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Anyways, Colts bad team. Um, at least they're kind of fun under uh, Jeff Saturday. But again, bad team, and Jonathan Taylor being stuck on a bad team is unfortunate. He hasn't had the greatest year, and you can see from his card prices here: Prism Silver PSA ten last three months dropping fifty two percent there. Um, I gotta say this card never should have been like 300 bucks in the first place. No, no, it shouldn't. It should not have, but we're only talking three months here. Yeah. We're not talking since 2021. And it was probably like $800 or more earlier in the year. Yeah. We're not talking January of this year. And, and that's why you have to sell your running backs and wide receivers when they increase four times in price, like Justin Jefferson, Correct. even though Justin Jefferson is amazing. So is Jonathan Taylor, but the market only lasts so long as you can see here with this one, Nate. Yeah. You got September 7th, four days before the start of the season. This select uh, tie-dye, Rookie Auto, PSA 10, sold for $1,050. Same exact card, December 4th, $375. Um, and Aaron, you are you, you kind of hit the nail on the head of what I was trying to get at. Quarterbacks, I'm fine holding, but if you find found money with a Cooper Cup or a Jonathan Taylor, I mean, look at these guys. Cooper Cup last year. What have his card prizes done this year? Jonathan Taylor last yeah. year. What have his card prizes done this year? You know, two of the two biggest non-QB guys from last year. Jamar Chase, huge non-QB guy from last year, gets injured. Too much risk. You don't even want to know what the Q Cooper Cups were doing at the height. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. <laughs> 600 bucks. Now they're 110 for a PSA 10 base rookie slash silver. You know how they're the same thing, but crazy. It's, 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 it's bonkers. So if I don't, I don't play with the, the football card market in general, it's not something that I believe in. I think it's too QB heavy. And then you see stuff that happens like this. And it's like, it's just too, it's too volatile everywhere else. And QBs are just too expensive where I don't even, I don't even jump in. That being said, um, if you are in the football card market and you do have wide receivers, like if you had a Christian Watson since week 10, like maybe it's time, maybe it's time to let go. And there's not too many Christian Watson cards out there right now. But if you do have one, it wouldn't be a bad idea to sell one, especially because when Brock Purdy Iowa State autos are selling for like 150 dollars after they were like 20, it pretty pretty much shows that if you got cards of a guy when there's not much supply out there, they can sell. So put them up there. Also, um, real quick on Christian Watson, did you know he has like the third most wide receiver touchdowns? On yeah, the but behind Adams and Stephon Diggs, and I I have Adams and Stephon Diggs in my fantasy team. So Nate, have you ever done a league where you Use like you've got like a budget in the waiver wire. Yeah. 
So uh, we did you missed out on it, didn't you? Too low just of a bid. Wait, just wait. Two hundred dollar budget going to the season. I spent twenty of it on something random, and I had one hundred and eighty left, and I just didn't use it the entire time. That one breakout game for Christian Watson, I'm like you know what? I'm gonna put that on forty. Like that's a huge amount compared to your budget if you actually pay attention to the waiver wire the whole year, which I don't. Dude, I missed him for so my friend did forty five. I missed him by five dollars. I almost had Adams, Diggs, and Watson all on the same team because I, I should have just put down a hundred. I had one hundred eighty left. You should have. Is it a dynasty? Can you keep a player or anything? No, it's not a dynasty. Uh-huh. So it's not as big of a deal. I would have put down a lot if so. Um, Mike Brown says, Aaron, without even looking, what's the last sold 2017 select Kaboom PSA 10 Polizic? That's his first one. One sold right after U.S. Men's National Team was eliminated. Best guess, sir. So 2018 rewards was selling for like around two grand. I'm going to say 2.7K, Mike Brown. 2.7K. I haven't looked at all on the uh, Kaboom PSA 10. It could be more than that, but I'm just going to go 2.7. Let me know, Mike. Uh, And look at that. Magic says today was a great stream, one of the best. Well, Magic, thanks for the great re- review. That means a lot. And a yep. five of three is very excited about sports cards as always. And Packer Legend seventeen says I have the best Devonta Adams PC in the world. Well, I'd love to see some of that. Oh, I, 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 I would love to see that too. That's crazy. And then Mike Somerville goes those thirty three points in the fourth quarter by the Cowboys is the second highest point total in fourth quarter in NFL history. Well, that's crazy. I mean, that's a ton of points they're, in any quarter. Their best uh, Clay Thompson impersonation. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so we have a couple minutes for questions. So if anyone has any questions, feel free to drop them in the comments. Uh, feel free to drop any different uh, questions or anything you might have as I then share about this right now. Uh, this week here, we've got four different streams on our whatnot channel this week. All well, most of them at 6 p.m. Eastern time. That's when we're doing all of our soccer breaks. So tomorrow uh, you see my face there, but really Nate is doing Prism World Cup hobby combo team breaks tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So join Nate. Wednesday, we are giving away a free Prism White Sparkle Pack. That's right. We're giving away a free Prism White Sparkle Pack. They're like $170-some, I think. Uh, and then we're also giving away a free hobby box of 2022 Prism World Cup Soccer. So be sure to be there at 6 p.m. Eastern time. That is for our What's Brewing uh, Every Other Week show. So it's always a fun time. We'd love for you to come. And then on Thursday, I will be doing an eight-pack Prism White Sparkle hit draft. There's just going to be 24 spots. There's three packs per uh, – or three cards per pack. But 24-spot hit draft for eight packs of Prism White Sparkle. Very excited about that. And then Friday, I'll be back doing Pixar Weisschwatz at 12 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Pick your movie breaks, all from a new sealed case. Extremely excited about that. 1.8K, Mike Brown, that's way lower than I than I thought. Uh, congrats on the purchase. I mean, I thought that if the, you know, the 2018s were 2K, 2.7 sounds right. But, you know, maybe some drops since they were eliminated. That's possible. Uh, Nate, question for you. Do you all know when 2022 Bowman Draft Baseball is coming out. So here's the thing. Normally, I, 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 I saw a TBD for like December 28th, but I don't think that's happening. Well, normally it releases in December, but normally Bowman Chrome also releases like end of September, early October, right? Yeah. Or if so not, we're, if probably, not earlier. we're probably looking at end of January at the earliest for draft. Yeah, I would be, I would be absolutely shocked if it came out this year. And honestly, I'd be shocked if it came out in January. Nate, we got a lot of questions for you, so get ready. Uh, Rob says, you guys always put out great content. Well, thank or good content. Appreciate that, Rob. Chris says, Nate, Verlander or Turner, who will have the biggest impact for their new team? Oh, definitely. Definitely Trey Turner. Like, I love Justin Verlander. um, But when you're talking about a dude, as long as he stays healthy, actually, whether he stays healthy or whether he doesn't, it'll be a big impact. Um, for Trey Turner, but like Verlander is great, but I don't expect him to be throwing like 230 innings in his age 40 and 41 season. Um, whereas I do expect Trey Turner, if he's healthy to be playing, you know, 150 games a year, 145, 150. And that just has so much more value, especially when you're a good shortstop. He's been, um, by uh, B-War or F-War, I don't remember which one it was. Um, he's been the second, second, and third most valuable shortstops in the last three years, respectively. So, like, there's a ton of value there. And shortstop was one of their weakest positions. D.D. Gregorius was terrible, got released. Then Bryson Stott was the shortstop, and he wasn't great. Um, Gene Segura would play over there sometimes, but is mostly a second baseman. He's a free agent now. So, like, that was one of their weaknesses, and you just filled it, whereas – 
starting pitching was not a weakness on the Mets. It is kind of a weakness going forward because um, uh, the uh, the kid they got from the A's is now a free agent, though I can't remember his name right now. Um, and uh, Degrom was a free agent who obviously signed with the Rangers, but but by and large, I, it's got to be Trey Turner for me. So there was just a question here about a couple different things. So in December, I don't know if this released yet, but they had a Road to UEFA Nations League for Topps Chrome Soccer releasing. Now the Nations League was played before the World Cup, and I think that the actual final might be after that. But it's a way for Topps to actually release national team cards, um, which is super intriguing to me. That'll be the first national team stuff to release from Topps, uh, Topps Chrome in particular. So I'll see what 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 kind of happens with that. I uh, haven't looked into it too much yet, but the question here is about Bowman Chrome Road to UEFA Nations League by this product or one and done. Um, this one's interesting because it's a it's a U21 European Championship thing. So there's going to be names on here of guys that are like very young that I'm sure they end up doing well. We don't have a checklist for it yet. Some of the preview images though have like Anthony Alanga, but there's always guys that are left off their uh, their you know, national team rosters because they are so young. Not everyone can be Drew Bellingham or Jamal Musiala. So it could be some value in the singles for that product, uh, but it'll be interesting to see. Um, Nate, we have a, another question for you. Nate, who's on your off-season baseball rare? Now is the time to buy. Share like a name or two for people. It's not Wander Franco. I mean, last night I bought a Chase Dominguez. He was not on my off-season radar to buy, but I did buy him. Um I don't know. There's a multitude of ways you could go. Uh, I was thinking about buying a Xander Bogarts because I figured, you know, he moves, he gets traded, and prices go up. Um, you, you can see that happening in real time today with Verlander and Trey Turner. And so last night I thought about it. You know, there's other guys. Um, Sean Murphy, catcher for the A's. I know catcher isn't a huge position, but if Sean Murphy gets traded to a big team – and goes from the A's, one of the smaller collected teams, to a larger team, like that's a huge boost. Well, I could see Sean Murphy cards move pretty substantially, um, especially because they're pretty cheap. So, like, there's guys like that. On the prospect side, I'm still interested in um, – in, uh, oh, man, why can't I think of his name right now? The Twins prospect. I'm having a trouble with names. There's a Twins prospect that had a really good on-base percentage this past year, but I'm blanking. I'm really interested in him still. So interested, I can't remember his name right now. Um, and so on and so forth. There's there's options all over the place. There is one question I want to bring up, Aaron, because I'm going to I'm going to refute it real quick here. Is it Brooks? Is it Brooks Lee? No, it's Chris's. No, 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 no. The, tw- the Twins prospect. <laughs> no, it's not Brooks Lee. Matt Waller. Um, uh, Chris says, "Do you expect the Brewers to be competitive with that measly offense?" And I am just going to say this real quick. One, the Brewers were, I believe, if I am correct, third in the majors in home runs last year. Um, let me let me grab that real quick. Yes, third in the majors in home runs last year with 219. For WRC Plus, they were 11th in the majors, only three points behind the vaunted Philadelphia Phillies offense with all of that money they stocked up in Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Harper and JT Realmuto and all those guys. Um, so while I understand why people think that the Brewers offense is bad because they missed the playoffs and you don't really think to blame their pitching staff because they have Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff and all those guys, the Brewers missed the playoffs because of their pitching staff. Um, we missed a lot of starts from a lot of key starters in Woodruff and Burns was the only starter at the start of the year that pitched the whole season. And, um, our bullpen was pretty atrocious, but the offense was not the reason why the Brewers missed the postseason. And if you got, I think if you got two to two starts each from Woodruff and Peralta more over the course of the year, we're probably in the playoffs instead of the Phillies. And then the Phillies don't even make the world series. Wow. There it is. Um, what was I? Oh yes, sir. Mercedes. I'm going to have to look it up. Cause no. I really am. I really am drawing an absolute, um, uh, Urbina. Connor Prelip, Austin, not Austin Martin, Tanner Scubel. No. Edward. Oh, Emmanuel Rodriguez. Oh, he was the third prospect. I didn't say him because I thought you would know him if he was in the top three. (laughs) I'm blanking, blanking hard. (laughs) Got you. Um, 
See, I, I would have said Royce Lewis and Kirloff being that that's the last time I've ever thought about a Twins prospects. <laughs> um, Rob's in on Jordan Waller, Jordan Walker, and Jackson Trudio. Really, and the J names there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Skydev, yeah, at 109 box, I mean, it could be interesting. I want to see the checklist before probably um, committing on something like that for that Bowman set. And then I'll leave it here. 503 um, says England or France. Now, I would like to see England move on to see if Mason Mount can have any opportunities to do well. But, I, I mean, I'm not going to pick against France probably in that. They're so good right now. So I'll pick France to, to beat England. But I'll cheer for England. All right, Nate. Thanks for coming. Thanks, everyone else, for joining tonight. Uh meant a lot. We had a good discussion, I think, uh, just talking about some different cards going up or going down in price and why. I hope everyone has a great rest of your night. Don't forget to tune in our WhatNot streams this week. Uh, just download the WhatNot app or click the link in the description of this uh, video here. You can get $10 free credit by creating an account if you don't have one yet. We're live 6 p.m. Eastern time for all the soccer breaks Tuesday through Thursday. And then Friday, I'll be doing some uh, Pixar at 12 p.m. Central time. Hope everyone has a great rest of your week, and we will see you all in the next Slab Stocks live stream. See you guys.